0: Hello, welcome back to the Wire podcast. I am your host Ryan McQuarrie, and today I am going to be recapping Week Twelve of the college football season, as well as Week Eleven of the NFL season. Now, before I get into today's episode, I want to say I don't feel all that great. I know I probably sound weird. My nose is stopped up. I got a lot of congest- congestion congestion. I feel fine. Like I don't feel. I don't feel like one hundred percent. I'm probably like ninety percent. But that's the reason why I sound weird. I've just got a lot of nasal c- congestion. My nose is running. It's killing me. I hate it. It's annoying. But uh, that's why I sound weird. Also, want to thank anybody who may who listens to this podcast who may also be subscribed to my YouTube channel. I want to thank y'all for getting me to 100 subscribers. Uh, my YouTube channel, which is called The Wire, just hit 100 subs uh, yesterday. I posted a video about Anthony Davis recently, or I posted a short. About Anthony Davis recently, it got a lot of views, and it bumped up the subscriber count to 100, so thank you for that, but without further ado, let's get into today's episode of the podcast, this might be a shorter episode because, like I said, I, I am dealing with some con- congestion, so I don't know how long this will last, but let's get into it, starting out with all the scores and co- with a-, a recap of all the games in college football this past weekend, which involved top 25 teams, starting out with the Friday game, San Diego State played uh, UNLV, they were on the road, and they beat UNLV 28-20, to winning by 8 points, and then Memphis uh, went on the road to Houston, this was a big game, this this game had big implications for the college football playoff, because Cincinnati um, is likely going to play Houston in the American um in the American, I think, I can't remember what it's called, but it's the AAC Championship. And if Houston is ranked heading heading into that matchup, then Cincinnati has a chance to get another ranked win on their resume. So this was a huge game for the playoff, and Houston destroyed Memphis, winning 31-13. to So they're still ranked. They're in the top 20. They're still in the top 25 now. They were heading into that matchup against Memphis. And now... Cincinnati is likely going to uh, have; they're likely they're going to have a chance to get another top twenty-five win on the resume during conference championship week, and that is huge for the Bearcats. Moving on to Saturday's games, Georgia played Charleston Southern and they beat, beat them fifty-six to seven. Nothing, nothing else to say there. Alabama played Arkansas at home, beat them forty-two to thirty-five. A very close game, a very high-scoring game. Alabama ha- has had a lot of close games, um, in games in which they should win um, by, by a decent amount, and they just haven't been able to do that. They haven't dominated games the way you would expect the Crimson Tide to dominate. But they did win against Arkansas. This is a top twenty-five win for them. Uh, a big win. This you know helps out the resume even more. But, um, another cl- another close win against a team they shouldn't really had any issues with. Uh, that's the reason why they dropped in this week's edition of the college football playoff rankings. That's why Alabama fell from number 2 to number 3. It's because of games like this, which have happened consistently this season. Uh, but, like I said earlier, big win for Alabama, getting another top 25 win on their resume. Then we got Oregon and Utah and Wow, what a performance from Utah, beating Oregon 38-7, to winning by 31 points. This was a huge game for Oregon. Utah was actually favored heading into this game. Um, They were favored by three points, and they more than covered. I mean, they just destroyed Oregon. Um, Oregon really needed to win this game. Oregon needed to win out to make the playoff. If they won out, they were going to make the playoff. But if they were to lose just one game, which I think... If you were really, um, if you've been keeping up with college football this year, and you're really in tune with with team schedules and the co- in in the college football playoff situation, I think most people were expecting Oregon to lose at least one more game. Um, I think most people were expecting them to split against Utah. I think most people were expecting them to either lose this past weekend or in the Pac-12 championship game. Um, and that's what ended up happen- happening. Utah beat them this week. Now Oregon has two losses. They're outside the top 10 now. They are ranked 11th, just ahead of Michigan State. Just a really bad loss for Oregon, and this really basically just kills any chance they had at making the, the playoff. Um, so, shout out to Utah, huge win for them, and, just, and not only a huge win, just a huge blowout victory. I mean, they were dominant in this game. The score wasn't even close. Moving on, we got Ohio State and Michigan State. Ohio State was incredible. I mean, this is easily, in my opinion, easily the most impressive win any team, any team has had this year. I mean, they they were at home playing against um, and top 10 team in Michigan state and they made them look like UMass. I mean they won by 49 points and they were up 49 to nothing at the half. I mean this this game was not close at all. I was a little bit busy this past Thursday or this past Saturday so I I wasn't able to watch this game all the way through, but even in the beginning of this game, there was a clear separation between the Buckeyes and the Spartans. Ohio State was moving the ball with ease. They were throwing the ball deep down the field. Their offense was, was explosive, and it was clicking on all cylinders. And then Michigan State on offense couldn't really move the ball at all. They were having a tough time picking up yards. They didn't have any explosive plays. And Ohio State Ohio State's defense looked Really, really stout, and just looked really, really good. This was a crazy game, a crazy performance from the Buckeyes, just a dominant uh, performance from them, and a huge win. And this this game is the reason why Ohio State jumped to the number two spot because they just looked unreal, and they've been playing at such a high level the last couple of weeks. I love that the committee put them at number two. I like that. I like that they put them over Alabama. Even if they didn't, I think that would have been all right. But the fact that they gave Ohio State credit for for having the most impressive win um, by any team this season, I I like that. And I like that Ohio State is now number two. Um, And and just to let you know, after I go through these scores, I'll talk about the playoff rankings, um, how I felt about them. And uh, just give my thoughts on them. Uh, but moving forward, SMU Cincinnati another big game for for the college football playoff. Cincinnati has not looked all that great in the last couple of weeks. They just haven't been winning games the way that they're supposed to. They haven't looked dominant. They did early in the season, uh, but they had a, a a stretch during the middle of the season where they just didn't look dominant. But they did in this game, beating SMU 48 to 14. A huge win for Cincinnati, another quality win for their resume, and this is a game in which they looked like a playoff team. They looked like they deserved to be one of the top four teams. They just destroyed SMU, winning 48-14, to winning by 34 points. Huge win for Cincinnati, um, and just a dominant performance, and I'm, I'm glad to see Cincinnati playing at this level, uh, because they've showed this season that they can play at this level uh they just haven't the last couple of weeks. But I'm glad that they're now that they that they played this past weekend the way they played the first couple of weeks of the season, where they were definitely one of the top four teams in the nation. Um uh, so shout out to Cincinnati for getting a big win this past weekend. Then Michigan played Maryland winning fifty-nine eighteen. Uh Michigan destroyed Maryland. Uh huge huge win for them winning by forty-one points. On the road, I know Maryland is five and six, but still, winning a conference game by 41 points on the road is hard. No matter who you're playing, that's hard and that's impressive. And then we got Georgia Tech playing Notre Dame, and I know Georgia Tech is not good. I know that, I get that. But oh my lord, Notre Dame just destroyed Georgia Tech, winning 55 to nothing. A dominant performance. They, Notre Dame was only favored by 18 points even at home and they just they proved that line uh to be very very wrong Notre Dame just put put on a show against Georgia Tech winning by 55 points very impressive uh this isn't a quality win by any means but just it, it it's nice to see a team like Notre Dame dominate in this fashion. Especially when Notre Dame is trying to fight to get into the playoff. I mean, they're the number six team in the country now. Uh, so big, big time performance from them. Huge, huge, just blowout victory against Georgia Tech. We only got a few games left. Oklahoma State played Texas Tech, winning twenty three to nothing. Um, Oklahoma State—they're fighting to get into the playoff too, just like Notre Dame, uh, getting another another big win, uh, winning 23 to nothing on the road against Texas Tech. Like with Michigan, like I said there, like it's hard to win um, win ro- road conference games by a big margin. Uh, but Oklahoma State was able to do that. And they also held Texas Tech to zero points. So, shout out to them. Uh, and then we got another uh, a big upset here. Clemson upsetting Wake Forest at home, winning 48-27. to Huge win for Clemson. Clemson was struggling mightily early on this season. But they've got it together a little bit. Their defense has always been elite. Uh, they're 8-3 on the season. They just hopped into the top 25. Um, and they deserve that uh, with their record. And then getting a big win against Wake Forest on the road. Um, Clemson was favored in this game. But they were not favored to win by this much. Just a dominant victory from Clemson. And a tough loss for Wake Forest who was really already out of the playoff hunt, uh, but but I guess could have made it if chaos ensued. Shout out to Clemson for getting a huge win at home. Baylor played at Kansas State, winning 20-10. to uh, I Let me see, yeah, Kansas State was actually favorite in this game, so technically an upset for the Baylor Bears, winning by 10 points on the road, and Baylor... See, Baylor, if Baylor, sorry, if Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma this upcoming weekend, then Baylor is going to play Oklahoma State uh, in the Big 12 championship. And if Baylor wins the Big 12 title, I don't think they really have a realistic shot to make the playoff because they have two losses. But if they do win the Big 12 title game, I think there might actually be a scenario where they do make the playoff if a couple teams lose. Um, because in that situation, Oklahoma State would be out. Um, I guess you'd need Michigan to lose to Ohio State, so they would be out. I guess you would need Notre Dame to lose, and then you'd need Alabama to lose to Georgia in the SEC Championship, so they're out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess there's a a scenario where Baylor could make the playoff. Obviously, I just don't see that happening. But yeah, big win for Baylor. Uh, Then we got Vanderbilt Ole Miss. Ole Miss won by 14 points, winning 31 to 17. This was the final home game for Matt Corral, which he uh, indicated in a in an Instagram post uh, prior to this game. Uh, big win for Ole Miss, winning by 14 points. Shout out to Matt Corral for for a really nice career at Ole Miss, and just his development into a a legitimate uh, NFL prospect has been great to see. He's been awesome this year, and I'm glad he could close out his Ole Miss career with a win uh, at home. That's great to see. Sorry, I'm wiping my nose real quick. All right, moving on. We got Iowa State, Oklahoma. I think we had so many games this week involving ranked teams. Like, we got a ton. So let's move through this real quick. Iowa State and Oklahoma played, Oklahoma won 28 21. Close victory for the Sooners, uh, but another win for them as they move to ten and one on the season, looking to win the Big Twelve championship. Then we got BYU and Georgia Southern. BYU won thirty four to seventeen. Big win from BYU. Not going to say anything else about this game. Wisconsin beat Nebraska thirty five to twenty eight, and it's funny how underrated Nebraska is, and the popular or or how like how most college football fans view Nebraska. Um, is far from how good Nebraska actually is. I know Nebraska is three and eight right now, but Nebraska is actually like a, I'm sorry, a very solid team. Uh, they're not bad. They're very underrated. It's why they've been able to have these close games against all these elite teams in the Big Ten, like Wisconsin, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. It's why they've been close against all these all these kinds of teams. Um, so a big win for Wisconsin. I know it may not look like a big win, but Nebraska is a very underrated team this year. Um, so this is a, a very solid win for Wisconsin as they as they move on to eight and three on the season, uh, winning by seven points against Nebraska. Then we got Texas AM and Prairie View AM. AM destroyed them, winning 52-3. Illinois played Iowa and Iowa won. 33 to 23. They're now 92 on season. Pittsburgh played Virginia, and this was a very high scoring game. Pittsburgh ended up winning 48 to 38, and now Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know if this clinched uh, them a spot in the ACC championship game, uh, but they are now in the driver's seat. If this did not clinch, so shout out to Pittsburgh. Big win for them, winning by 10 points. Then NC State played Syracuse and won. huge win and a nice performance from NC State. UTSA won, beat UAB 34-31. They won on a walk-off touchdown. So, shout-out to UTSA. The Roadrunners stay undefeated. They're now 11-0 on the season. They've been having an excellent season this year. So, shout-out to the Roadrunners. Meep, meep, baby. Uh, Then we got Mississippi State uh, beating Tennessee State 55-10 at home. In um, you know, obviously Tennessee State is not, not great, but um big win for Mississippi State, winning by 45 at home. Um, and now they're going to play Ole Miss this week. That's actually tomorrow night's game. I can't wait to watch that. Um, like I said, I wanted to talk about the college football playoff rankings. Let's go ahead and talk about that. The rankings were, were released last night. We'll talk about the top 10. So, at number 10, we got Oklahoma, number 9, Ole Miss, number 8, Baylor, number 7, Oklahoma State. Number 6, Notre Dame. Number 5, Michigan. Number 4, Cincinnati. Number 3, Alabama. Number 2, Ohio State. And number 1, Georgia. Uh, Here's the movement. Ohio State jumped up to number 2. Alabama fell to number 3. Cincinnati jumped up one spot to number four. Michigan jumped up one spot to number five. Notre Dame and Oklahoma State both jumped up two spots to get to number six and number seven, respectively. And then Baylor, Ole Miss, and Oklahoma all jumped up three spots to get to number eight, nine, and ten, respectively. Uh, Ole Miss, or sorry, Oregon and Michigan State both Uh, fell outside the top 10 after losing, after Oregon lost to Utah and Michigan State lost to Ohio State uh, by 49 points. Uh, So um, that's how all all the rankings stick out in the top 10. That's where teams rose and that's where teams fell. Ohio State jumping up to number two. I like it. Um, I think that that's a very a very reasonable ranking. That's probably where I would have had Ohio State. I didn't think the committee would do this, but they did. Um, and this spells, spells out a lot of trouble for Alabama because now that they are at number three, I think they have to win out to make the playoff. I don't think they can make the playoff as a two-loss team because there's just too many teams that are going to be competing for that final spot. I know a few years ago, Alabama lost... They didn't even win their division, and they had two losses, and obviously since they didn't win their division, they didn't win their conference championship, yet they still made it in because it was them versus Ohio State, and nobody else really had an argument, but that won't be the case this year. This year, we're likely going to have Georgia, Ohio State, and Cincinnati making the playoff. I think, I think all those teams are going to win out, and if those three teams win out, they're in. So I think Georgia, Ohio State, and Cincinnati are virtual locks um, if they went out. I think if they went out, they're locks. And then that leaves Alabama, um, technically Michigan, but if Michigan has two losses, they really don't have an argument. So um, in that scenario, I guess we'd have Alabama, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, and um, I guess either Oklahoma State or Baylor uh, fighting for a playoff spot. Um and we just didn't have that a few years ago when Alabama did make it with two loss and no conference championship. So we'll see. I mean, maybe Alabama does stay in. I don't think they will. I think Alabama is going to get bumped out if they lose to Georgia um, in favor of one of those teams that I mentioned. So yeah, Alabama, unless they went out, they are screwed in my opinion. Um, and then I got to give a huge shout out to Cincinnati for being uh, the first team, the first uh, group of five teams to ever be ranked inside the top four uh, of any college football playoff rankings, so shout out to the Bearcats for having such an awesome season, and they deserve to be in the top four, in my opinion, I think this ranking is deserving, I think they're deserving of it, uh, they, they're undefeated right now, they have a, a great win against Notre Dame, they've just been excellent all season long, uh, they deserve this, so shout out to Cincinnati, and shout out to Michigan, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, and Baylor, who all um, have realistic shots at making the playoff. Um, I think, let's see. So, I think Notre Dame is actually really close to making the playoff. I think they're closer than people realize. I think Michigan will end up getting uh, bounced uh, out of playoff contention this week when they play Ohio State. I think Ohio State's going to beat them. Then I'll put Notre Dame at five. And if Alabama loses to Georgia, I think Alabama's out of the playoff. Um, and if Oklahoma, if Oklahoma State loses one more game this year, I think they're out. And that would leave Notre Dame with a chance to make the playoff. So I think there is a realistic shot that Notre Dame makes the playoff. They're a lot closer than people realize. Um, so yeah, I'm super excited about the playoff. And then I just got to talk about Oklahoma State uh I, before I, I move on to the NFL for the NFL games, Oklahoma State has had an awesome season. They're 10-1. and 1. If they went out, they have an excellent argument to be inside the top four. They would have wins against Baylor um, and Oklahoma. Actually, they would have two wins against Baylor. They do have that bad loss to Iowa State. I believe it's who they lost to. Um, but they would have... An incredible resume that have quality wins. They 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 have an elite defense. They're an, an excellent team. They would be deserving of a top four spot. And I think I think the most likely scenario is that we have a playoff uh, with Georgia, Ohio State, Cincinnati, and either Notre Dame or Oklahoma State. Uh, let's see. Do I? Hmm. You see, I think there's a realistic shot that Oklahoma State loses to Oklahoma, and maybe even Baylor. I'm gonna go ahead and say Notre Dame makes the playoff. I'm gonna go ahead and call my shot. I'm gonna say Oklahoma State loses one more game this year. Um, I'm gonna call my shot and say Notre Dame makes the playoff, uh, and people are gonna get pissed off about it. Uh, but they they'll be deserving. to have they have quality wins, and you know it, they they would have to get lucky to make it. Uh, they don't control their own destiny. Uh, but they have a solid resume. Um, they have quality wins against like Purdue, Wisconsin. They they have some wins that aren't ranked wins, but are still quality wins, like against. Let's look at their schedule, um, like against, uh, like Virginia Tech, USC, UNC, Virginia. Uh, like like they have some solid wins that that make that. Like make their resume very good. I know people aren't going to give them that much credit. They're going to say they're overrated. They're going to look at how they performed in the playoffs in past years, but I think that is very unfair. Notre Dame, um, there's, a, there's a, a scenario where Notre Dame makes the playoff um, and it will be justified. Uh, they, they, they deserve a shot to make the playoff. They've been, they've been one of the best teams in, in college football this year. They have the resume. If they make it, it will be justified. But yeah, that's all I have to say about the playoff rankings, and that's all I have to say about about Week 12 uh, in college football. Let's move on to the NFL games and recap all the scores from Week 11 of the, of the NFL season. Starting off with the Thursday night game, Patriots-Falcons. As a Falcons fan, this was hard to watch. Patriots won 25 to nothing, and it wasn't even close. I do have to give a shout-out to the Falcons quarterbacks for being impressively awful. The Falcons ended up playing three quarterbacks in this game. Matt Ryan, Josh Rosen, and Felipe Franks. And all three of them threw an interception. Which is hard to do and an impressive feat, uh, if you ask me. Uh, but yeah, big win for the Patriots as they move move um, and improve to 7-4 and on the season. Big win for the Pats. Moving on to the Sunday games, the Colts destroyed the Bills winning 41-15 on the road, the AFC is weird this year, it's confusing, there's like no good teams apparently, big win for the Colts, just dominating the Bills on the road, then the Ravens beat the Bears 16-13, the Ravens did not have Lamar Jackson, but they were still able to win on the road, I know Justin Fields got hurt in this game as well, Um, so a lot of, a lot of key pieces were missing from this game and ended up having to come out of the game in Justin Fields' case, but a big win for the Ravens who ended up winning in the final minutes. Let's look at the play-by-play. They had a, I believe they had a touchdown, uh, at the end. Yeah. With 22 seconds left, Devontae Freeman scored on a three-yard touchdown run, uh, to win the game from Baltimore. So shout out to them and shout out, shout out to Tyler Hundley. Um, for stepping in um, and, and leading the Ravens to victory against the Bears. Um, shout out to the Ravens. They keep on win, winning, and they improved to 7-3 and on the season. Moving on, we got the Browns and Lions. The Browns won 13-10, only won by three points against the Lions, uh, but they didn't get a win at home. They're now 6-5 and on the season, and Lions continue to be winless. They're 0-9-1 on the season. Uh, maybe they're gonna win at some point this season, uh, but for now they don't. They they're winless in the Browns. Uh, like I said earlier, they improved to 65 on the season after barely beating uh, the sucky Detroit Lions. We have another um, another major upset with the Texans beating the Titans 22 to 13. Wow, what a performance from the Texans, Um, they just destroyed the Titans, I know Ryan Tannehill did not have a great game here, he threw four interceptions, did not look good at all in this game, he had a QBR of 19.2, which is disgusting, Um, so shout out to the Texans for winning, and I don't know what's happening, like I said earlier, I don't know what's happening in the AFC, there's like no good teams in that conference. Everyone's struggling. Um, maybe someone will, will rise above the rest as the best team in the AFC. But right now, uh, that hasn't happened yet. So maybe someone will actually uh, be a good team in the AFC. Moving on, we got the Packers and Vikings. The Vikings won in a wild game, winning 34 31. They kicked the game winning field goal in the final seconds to beat the Packers at home. The Vikings may be 5 5 on the season. But they're very underrated, they're a very good team, um, and there are advanced metrics to back that up, like SRS, their SRS is is fairly high in the NFC, um, and SRS is, is a metric that basically adds margin of victory and strength of schedule together to create um, a, a, a simple rating system, which is what SRS stands for, um, in order to rank teams, and it's a, a very solid a ranking system. I think it's pretty good. Um, it's not the most advanced, but it's still still pretty good. And it shows that the Vikings are very underrated. But a big win for the Vikings this week. Shout out to them. Shout out to Kirk Cousins. Shout out to Justin Jefferson, who had an excellent game, uh, recording uh, 169 yards and two touchdowns. He was excellent. Um, as as was Kirk Cousins and the entire Minnesota Vikings offense. They were awesome, and that's why they were able to pick up a huge divisional win against the Packers. Moving on, we got the Dolphins and Jets. The Dolphins won 24-17. The Saints lost to the Eagles. The Eagles beat them at home, winning 40-29. Huge win for the Eagles. They destroyed the Saints at home. The Saints, they're not looking too hot right now. They're five and five on the season. They don't have Jameis Winston. I don't know what's going to happen to the Saints. They're likely not going to make the playoff. Um, But just want to give a shout out to the Eagles. Big win for them at home. Winning by 21. Winning, sorry, by 11 points. Then we got Washington beating the Panthers uh, 27 to 21. Washington is now 4 and 6 on the season. Um, Did, I don't think, I don't think, yeah, Sam Dillon didn't play. Cam Newton started. um, And he, he had a pretty good game. He had 189 yards, 2 touchdowns, 0 picks, had a QBR of 64.8, which is very solid. So, shout out to Cam Newton, uh, having a, a very good game against Washington. But, unfortunately, Washington still won, one by 6 points, winning 27-21. to Then, we got the 49ers and the Jaguars. The 49ers won 30-10 to on the road, a big win for the 49ers. And then, the Bengals played the Raiders. Um, and the Bengals won 32 to 13, winning on the road. Huge road victory for the Bengals. uh, And a tough loss for the Raiders at home. And then we got some night games. Some another one. I think we got two final afternoon, late afternoon games. Cowboys and the Chiefs. The Chiefs won 19 to nine. This is one of the best matchups of this week. And the Chiefs won 19 to nine at home. The Chiefs have turned their season around. They're seven and four on the season. They are now in the playoff hunt. Uh, if the season ended today, I believe that they would be in the playoffs. So shout out to the Chiefs. They've turned it around. Their defense looks improved, uh, holding the Cowboys to 9 points. That's very impressive. And the Chiefs' offense hasn't been great, uh, but their defense, like I said, it's improved. Um, and, and if their, if their offense can turn it around and can play at a high level consistently— I see no reason why the Chiefs can't come out of the AFC this year. They're looking; they've looked really good the last couple of weeks. Then we got the Cardinals and Seahawks. The Cardinals won twenty-three to thirteen. Neither Kyler Kyle Murray didn't play, but Russell Wilson did play. Right? Yeah, Russell Wilson played, but the Seahawks still lost. The Seahawks have had a brutal year, uh, and they would have a top-five pick if they didn't trade their pick away. And the Jamal Adams deal. So now the Jets um, are likely to have two top five picks. So this has just been a brutal year for the Seahawks. And the Cardinals improve uh, to 9-2 on the season. Just a very impressive win on the road at Seattle for the Cardinals. And my browser is messing up. Let's go back to ESPN. Let's get back to the scores. Let's see. Alright, get back to the top. Let's get back to where we were. Like I was saying, big win for the Cardinals who are who improved to 92 in the season. Beating the Seahawks without Kyle Murray. And also they didn't I don't think they had, let me look. I don't think they had DeAndre Hopkins either. Yeah, they didn't have DeAndre Hopkins either, which makes it even more impressive that they were able to uh beat the Seahawks on the road. Um just a very impressive win for the Cardinals. Then we got the Sunday night game, Chargers and Steelers. This was a close one. The Chargers won 41 to 37. It wasn't as close uh, heading into the fourth quarter, but the Steelers scored 20. Let me look. Let me make sure I don't get this wrong. The Steelers won 27 point or sorry, scored 27 points in the fourth quarter. Um and, and, were, and that's why they were able to make this such a close game because before that it was twenty seven to ten. Um, and then they went on a on a rampage scoring 27 points in the fourth quarter but they fell just short and the Chargers came away, came away with a four point victory winning 41 to 37 at home big win for the charges uh, who are who are fighting for a playoff spot um, and are trying to win their division. They're in a battle with the, with the chiefs. We'll see how that plays out, but a big win for the Chargers at home. And then to close things out, the Buccaneers beat the Giants 30 to 10 on Monday Night Football. They won- the Buccaneers won by 20 points at home. I don't have much to say about this. The game was terrible. Um, it was not entertaining. The Buccaneers really just dominated dominated the Giants and had total control of this game all the way through. So shout out to the Buccaneers uh, for for winning uh, by 20 points at home. And that's all I have for for the NFL games this week. Those are all the games. Uh, that's my recap for all the scores uh, this week uh, for college football and the NFL. That's all I have for today's podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. If you want to see more content from me, you can check out my website at thewiresports.com. You can check out my YouTube channel at The Wire. You can check out my TikTok at the.wire.sports. And you can, if you want to talk to me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. My, my uh, handle uh, for both of those is v Ryan TheRyanMcCarrie. That's V-R-Y-A-N-M-C-C-R-A-R-Y. But yeah, that's all I have for today's episode. I hope y'all enjoyed it, and I will see y'all next time. Hopefully, I feel better next time. Hopefully, I'm not congested. But that's all I have for, y- for y'all today, and I will see y'all next time. Peace.